0: How you doing folks? Welcome back to yet another episode of In Defense of Liberation, the show that is working towards and educating about a true people's liberation movement and one day a true proletarian revolution. If this is your first time stopping by, I want to say thank you and hello. I hope you enjoy the show this is you coming back, I want to say again, thank you from the bottom of my heart, because for whatever reason, that means I said something, and you thought to yourself, hey, this person isn't a complete dipshit, and decided to keep listening, so that's cool, I mean, that, that's just cool, um, I, I'm going to be honest, folks, I don't really have a, a train of thought that I'm working with right now. I don't really have a specific topic that I want to get into. I kind of just want to talk about what I've been learning about and what I've been reading about lately because that's what's bouncing around in my head and if I don't get that shit out of there, my partner is going to stop talking to me. (laughs) Um, Jokes, of course. But anyways. um, So I recently have been spending a lot of time trying to uh, get a little bit better grasp on, uh, especially as of late, my dialectical and historical materialism because, you know, I'm, I'm a Marxist, I'm a communist, but these are things that we all have to continuously learn uh, I, I'm sure I've pointed it out before, but I'm not, like, a philosophy student. I didn't go to school for this shit. Um, I was radicalized through memes on the internet. <laughs> and I was lucky enough to have some really cool comrades along the way who have helped me to advance my understandings through study. And, uh, this is what I've really been dedicating myself to lately because, you know, this shit is, this shit is complicated. Um, when we're talking about, uh, capitalism, when we're talking about philosophy, when we're talking about economics and social issues, as well as political history, forms, struggle, power, etc., it it gets confusing. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels this way. So, every so often, you know, I'll dive into, uh, first and foremost, a more theoretical text or idea, um... And try to wrap my head around it. You know, something like uh, the, I don't know, the rate of profit, uh, its uh, likelihood to uh, fall over time, right? Or maybe we can talk about how capitalism naturally makes its way towards imperialism or what has been called Monopoly Capitalism. And I try to find, you know, either something that I've heard referenced before as, you know, the work on the subject to look into, or whether I start with, um, you know, maybe a podcast, maybe a YouTube video, I like to try to get through that and absorb, you know, whatever I can. So, for example, I just finished um, the development of capitalism in Russia. I read it through once. I took notes. What I like to do and what I've started doing, although I'm not as disciplined as I would like to be. So when I start a new text, right... I get a sheet of paper and I split it down the middle, or or, uh, vertically. (coughs) On the one side, I put quotes and notes, and on the other side, I put different. I put vocab and look up. So basically, on the left-hand side, any direct quotes and any uh, connecting notes to those quotes that I want to write down or that really stuck out to me or I think are, you know, imperative to uh, something I've been learning or an argument I've been trying to form. And I write those down with the page number, right? And then on the other side, every time I come by a word that I don't know, I highlight it and I look it up. I write the word and the definition down. And then anytime I run into, say, a name, a place, a historical event, a congress, a pamphlet, etc., etc., I like to highlight that and write that down. Because if for any reason, you know, I'm like, oh, shit, what was that thing that they were talking about? Um, What was that, you know, place that they were talking about? I don't need to go through necessarily and read all the way through the book again. Um, Although, not always important because I do read a lot of books on my phone. So I can go directly to the highlight. But anyways, this way I have that down. And like, even if I'm not like 100% sure that that's what I'm thinking of, I can just fucking Google it. Um, And that's helped me to not just read through texts... For the sake of being like, okay, I read this book, you know. Um, And also because I have, like, all kinds of focus issues. Uh, And I smoke weed. So, allegedly. (laughs) So, if uh, if I sit down and try to read something like The Development of Capitalism in Russia... It can be kind of dry, right? And even something as great as, like, I'm reading The Motorcycle Diaries by Che Guevara right now. Beautiful, beautiful book. If you've never read anything by Che, go read it because he writes fucking beautifully. So many different Central, uh, South, and Latin American writers have such... Beautiful way with words. His prose is just incredible. Um, sorry, that's a little nerd moment. But, anyways, um, I, you know, regardless of what I'm reading, and I also read at work, so I can get distracted really easily, right? So it helps me to not only remain focused, but it also helps me to retain what I just read. I don't know about you folks, but I find myself oftentimes rereading sentences time and time again, flipping back to pages when I'm halfway through, you know, a chapter, and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? And I gotta go back to the chapter and start again. It, I don't know what it is. Uh, Well, I do. I, fucking ADHD and autism. But anyways, um, fucking... I do have issues trying to retain that shit. So by writing all that down, it, it just kind of helps bring all of my focus or as much as of my focus as I can muster into the text that I'm reading. Because something that I found in my personal life and my personal growth politically, you cannot... No matter how much you try, no matter how smart you think you are, you cannot concretely understand these things in the way we need to, in the way one would need to to actually employ that knowledge in their day-to-day life, or even to speak on it. You will not be able to understand this shit without really fucking studying it. I mean, I'm... I would say that I'm like, and this is not a, a brag. Uh, I, I would say that I can read and learn things at a little bit higher rate than average. Because all I did my whole life was sit in my room and read or watch YouTube videos and learn shit. Um, I was a fucking loser who nobody talked to. Uh, because I grew up in an evangelical conservative household that was awful. Anyways, because of that, right? I feel that I myself can read a book and maybe understand it a little bit more than someone who has no fucking clue what they're reading about. That also has a lot to do with the fact that I've been trying to study and trying to learn about these things for a while. So the intelligence that I have is not some natural born genius. That shit, I don't believe, exists. I think some people are born with a, you know, maybe an aptitude or more interest in learning and in reading and stuff like that. But I think at the end of the day, that comes down to practice. If you don't study, if you don't read, There's a very good chance that when you go to read something, especially talking about like Marxist political economy, you might get a little confused. Hey, I'm there with you. And now, because I've been studying this shit for almost two years, I've gotten to a point where I I have some of an understanding. I feel like every time I read something new, I am completely thrown back into square one. But at the same time, I do sort of feel like it's starting to build on itself. So, you know, if you're not particularly interested in reading and stuff like that, I get it. But the point that I want to make is if you actually want to, you know, like for myself, I want to get involved in organizing. I want to start participating however I can in the struggle. And so, in that case, I mean, I gotta have some kind of working knowledge, right? You gotta at least have some kind of anti capitalist framework in order to even want to join uh, the struggle. So, you know, you gotta, in, in a lot of cases, especially for myself, coming from a conservative Western background, I'd educate myself even to be like, capitalism is a bad thing. And then I'd educate myself more to say, oh, it's not about moral, it's not about good or bad, because what's bad to me is good to the capitalist. Capitalism is a, uh irreconcilable um, mode of production with an environment that has finite resources, finite labor, and ultimately which builds and founds itself on a contradictory power struggle between those who build the society and those who dominate and rule over the society. I didn't just, you know, fall into this understanding. I actually genuinely had to dedicate a lot of fucking time to this because I really did come from a really brainwashed, backward uh world view um but thanks to a lot of amazing amazing people who have cared enough about me who have been intelligent enough themselves who have created content and who have known where that other content is uh have been able to bring me to this point um through conversations through text messages through You know, whatever, um, the collective and the connectivity that these ideas really begin to form is wonderful. You know, I've met some amazing people throughout this pandemic, uh, especially even online. You know, as much as I hate social media, I have made incredible, incredible friendships. And uh, I have i would even say I've made, you know, comrades, which that word does to me at least mean something. Um, and that's been incredible, especially even through podcasting. Uh, but all of those relationships, all of those discussions, all of that content has proven time and time again... That I and everyone else around me wouldn't be here. Wouldn't have the knowledge that we have. If it wasn't for the discipline and the study that we've taken to try to learn that shit. This shit can be really confusing. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when you're talking about like... Marxist philosophy, dialectical and historical materialism, contradictions, right? This shit gets hella philosophical. And you can probably imagine or have experienced yourself that moment when you're like, I I don't know what the fuck they're talking about right now. Because sometimes what's crazy is philosophy is supposed to be a way in which to understand the world right so you're talking about the world which you live in asking questions about it and trying to come to an understanding especially about not only the way the world is but the way we think about the world because if I'm correct I believe philosophy comes from ontology which is the study of knowledge and I think philosophy is the study of thought I don't know. I watched fucking Crash Course on this shit a few years ago. I should know. But the fact is, this stuff can be really complicated. So if you, just like myself, have trouble really wrapping your head around things, it's not because anything's, you know, wrong with you. It's not because you are doing something wrong. It's because these ideas are sometimes hard to come by and hard to learn. Especially when, like a lot of us, we're sitting here alone and the only reason why we are able to talk to one another is because we communicate through the medium of a phone or, you know, the internet. Uh, And that connection isn't always enough when it comes to, you know, having someone there to learn alongside with. That's another thing. If you want to go read a book, if you want to study an idea, if you want to learn about the economics in uh, the twenty first century global capitalist market, <clears throat> if if this is a, you know an available thing, <clears throat> excuse me, go find someone else to learn that with. Go find someone else to read that book together with. Because, holy shit, the amount of times that I've read... Like, for example, I read Mark Fisher's um, Capitalist Realism. And I had my homie in Brazil, as well as my homie Andres on the West Coast. Shout out, Andres. Much love to you, brother. Um, As well as my homie, Ramiro, and plenty others... Who, in conversation, I've been able to bring up the ideas that are presented, you know, the different arguments that Mark Fisher puts forward. And I'm able to, like, like talk out the shit that's in my head when I'm reading that and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Whether it's Mark Fisher, Karl Marx, Frederick Engels, Lennon, etc., etc. Or even some dude that's posting on Facebook or Instagram or some blog where I'm trying to read it, and I'm like, ah, but I know, I know for a fact there's some opportunistic rhetoric in here, and I'm sure they're, you know, fudging the numbers, or, uh, manipulating words, you know, because that's, that's the way that we have to read that kind of media, because, as we know, a lot of people are fucking grifters, a lot of people don't know what the fuck they're talking about, um, a lot of people, such as myself, in times past, get about a quarter or an eighth of the knowledge on a certain subject that, you know, we're learning about. And then we're so excited to talk about it that we just go ahead and talk about it without really having a full comprehension of it. Um, I think doing that doesn't help anybody, you know Uh, if we actually want to advance our understandings we should try to come to uh, what Lenin says uh, concrete analysis of concrete conditions because in doing so we ensure ourselves, you know, as close to no mistakes is as possible or as is possible excuse me And that's why, you know, I, myself, and many others do dedicate ourselves to studying these ideas. Um, I am a Marxist not because I, you know, was won over to the side because of, you know, great advertising. Um, I'm a Marxist because, you know, I've read a lot. I've had a lot of discussions with a lot of different people. Um, I spend a lot of time in my head thinking about this shit. And throughout that process, I've made my way to the point where I decided that I believe Marxism has the most what I and other Marxists call materialist understanding and analysis that is available. Now, for better framework, and that's how I like to refer to it, a framework, because I I work with a Marxist framework, right? So then when different ideas like imperialism or the rate of profit falling or whatever, right? Uh, Guinea-Bissau's economy in the 60s, uh, I can take that nice little prepackaged box or book yoss it into my fucking, you know, little Marxist machine going on up top here in my dome. And it spits out the other end, usually somewhat more of a a better and more critical analysis, not only of that given topic, but of, you know, my overall perspective and worldview. Now, again, I keep reading... Because that framework and that analysis and the worldview that gets spit out at the end isn't just magically correct because it's called Marxist, right? Marxism, as I'm sure you know, uh, by being on social media, means a lot of things to a lot of different people. And Marxists are oftentimes very different shades of very different flowers, with very different roots, with uh, very different environments, and, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Basically, what I'm saying is, a lot of fucking stupid people call themselves Marxists, and then just go, oh, well, I'm a Marxist, so, you know. But anyways, that's just my little two cents for that little spiel. Um, I... I really want to stress the importance of concrete analysis because there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of complicated shit going on all over the world right now, and we don't really have the ability to spend too much time, you know, just sitting around discussing things. As important as learning and growing and advancing your own knowledge and discussing with others these ideas is really important. What's equally as important is action, is praxis. Theory into action, praxis. So one thing that I find is incredibly difficult is trying to take you know a general understanding of capitalism maybe a more advanced understanding of imperialism colonialism etc and being able to use that as not only just you know a way to understand the world but to know what to do how to do it who to go to um how to learn from mistakes etc cetera, etc cetera. um because even if you're sitting around reading some of the most important marxist texts not everything is so useful uh, in a one-to-one ratio that, for example, like, when what is to be done finishes and Lenin says, what we need to do is we come, we have to come up with a United Party paper, uh, as a national organ of political agitation and propaganda. That doesn't mean, Trotskyists, today in 2021, that we should be like, we need to fucking revamp Every labor newspaper and every goddamn Marxist pamphlet that has ever been written. And we need to be spreading that around on the streets. That's not what it necessarily means. If the Bolsheviks in 1901 or 1905, when I think what is to be done was written. No, I think what is to be done was... Anyways, what the Bolsheviks came to as a concrete step forward isn't necessarily what you need in your place and time in the struggle. However, if you think that news and media and content is not important to advancing the struggle, to putting the ideas in front of the working people across the world then you're sadly mistaken because unfortunately, as is discussed in, um, in what is to be done, uh, the general mass, the general public isn't just going to spontaneously become completely aware of everything that needs to be done, everything that's going wrong, and how it all connects to one another. Oftentimes, unfortunately, um, the average person in a capitalist society is themselves incredibly propagandized to and uh, brainwashed through capitalist um, society, through a general and uh, organized consensus uh media companies education uh police forces the military industrial complex, our government, our state department, and just about every part of the world that we live in here in the west is disciplined and militant in affirming and perpetuating only the status quo, society as it is, and has no interest in pushing forward the ideas and understandings of the average person. But I don't want this to simply be another episode of why Marxism is correct, um, or why I'm a Marxist. There's enough videos out there like that, there's enough content out there like that, that I don't need to just produce another episode like that. The reason why I wanted to discuss this episode uh, is because I think that we need to be doing uh, our utmost to be pushing content, to be producing materials, to be agitating and educating and propagandizing to people about everything single fucking thing that is wrong with our society. It is not enough to just continuously post that capitalism is evil and we can't have capitalism because it's destroying the planet. Obviously, a lot of folks are aware of the fact that capitalism, right, is not a good thing. That much, you know, you don't really have to spend too, too much time with the average person who works 40 plus hours a week. You don't have to really hammer away and say, I don't think capitalism is it, right? Most folks who work, right, whether they are aware that capitalism is what they hate or not, they don't like the fact that everything that they consume, they have to pay an exorbitant amount for. Uh, They don't like the fact that they don't have affordable housing, quality, safe housing. Most folks who work to survive don't like the fact that they don't have free time or a personal life or good relationships with their friends who they've known for a long time. So in that sense, you know, the most important thing that we say doesn't necessarily have to be capitalism sucks. You know, we we know that. What we need to be dedicated to is being able to explain and get other people to understand not only why it sucks, but how, you know, like, how does this system, which arguably the majority of people alive today or who have been alive and had to have participated in this system in one way or another, don't like it, have no interest in it continuing, and want something else which is able to actually provide for them. That much we need to be able to explain in a way that shows people that This system is how it is because there is an organized and united front started and built by, or I should say, um, started and built for the ruling or dominant class, the group that is in control Of the resources, the labor force, and especially the state is the class which society is ultimately under the control of. This much we need to be able to bring to people. It is not enough to be able to enunciate capitalism. Fucking sucks. We have to be able to explain to people that in fact, capitalism is a historical human development which came out of feudal society, which ultimately is leading us towards and on a track to socialism. Now, it's also not enough to just say that, because guess what? Most people just won't agree with you, whether they came to that ultimate conclusion from their own, you know, study and analysis of the world that we live in, or whether it's because their entire life that they've been told that socialism and communism and especially Marxism are plagues. And that they harm people. They are totalitarian, and they are just as bad as Nazism and all these other uh, deadly and reactionary ideologies or forces. Um, that really does the damage. Again, I I had to do a lot of work and a lot of really debate in my own head to shake off a lot of the ideological uh, speed bumps or ideological, uh, you know, stopping points. Because even though I was dedicated to learning about Marxism, I was affirmed in and you know, definitely uh, asserted the fact that I was anti-capitalist, that I did not stand for the U.S. government, uh, that I did not stand for the ruling class and world powers uh, to, you know, dick with and exploit the shit out of the working class, even though I was, you know aware enough of that, that doesn't always mean that if I turn around to someone and want to be able to explain to them why I think that or why I think they should think that, just because I, you know, am at that point, it it doesn't usually mean that I'm going to be able to express that very well. Now, the, the goal of this, of course, is, as Marx says, to not simply understand the world, but to change it. So it's not enough, then, to have a basic analysis of this system. We have to be understood enough to be able to change it. So that oftentimes means more than just cracking open the book and getting to studying. Usually it means also putting your feet on the streets and going to town and actually organizing. You know, whether that means you know, starting and organizing a demonstration to... Uh, demand an end to the uh, militarization and the uh, armament that is happening in the South China Sea. Uh, whether that is uh, organizing a study circle to learn about the ways in which the CIA and the US State Departments throughout the t- their time have infiltrated uh, not only just uh, leftist or uh, socialist communist organizations here in the United States, but also across the world throughout you know history, how the ruling class has gone about taking down and uh, you know ultimately defeating, groups which stand against it. Or whether that is um, building a coalition in your city to try to organize tenants to do eviction blockades. All of these are why we study. All of these are ultimately what will be our ticket to a different world? Again, praxis. Theory in action. Because theory, again, as uh, uh, the folks over at Mark, Mark's Madness like to say, theory is a tool, which is the historical analysis of and results to the ways in which those before us have tried to go about solving these problems. And then praxis is taking those ideas, taking those historical lessons, taking the failures and mistakes of those who came before us, and applying them to our organizing by not doing the same fucking things that they did. Building a collective and using that collective as a tool to organize the average and the general working class of your given locality, but especially in connection to An organized and militant front, meaning to do the same for your entire nation. Our objective, then, as communists, is to build the revolution. And building the revolution takes more than just lofty ideals. Building a new society is more than just having a general understanding that capitalism is quote-unquote evil. Trying to actually materially change the society that we live in is not simply posting a podcast twice or three times a week. I have to keep saying that because it's the only thing, one of the only things that is pushing me as someone who's out here isolated as shit to do more than that. Because ultimately, as important and as useful as content creation and the perpetuation and propaganda of these ideas is, it also is important to practically, again, act upon these ideas. So what does that mean for us today? What what you know what should we be sending you off with today? Well first and foremost I hope folks understand that one of the most important things that we need to be doing is getting involved however we can in actively participating in the struggle for the end to capitalist, imperialist domination of the world. First and foremost, that is a given. Because, you know, we can be really incredibly astute uh, communists. We can have an incredible philosophical, dialectical, historical, and materialist analysis of the world that we live in, we can know so, so much about the ways in which, you know, different groups and different revolutions have succeeded and failed, what tactics and strategies they employed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if we are still just a bunch of assholes sitting around doing reading groups, while the capitalist and bourgeois state power is still intact, It doesn't really matter how fucking smart or how studious we are, we got to do something about that, you know, looming gray cloud that not only is looming over us and giving us a hard time, but, and this is something that we in the West must continuously remind ourselves of because I think that we tend to forget That glooming cloud is also massacring and fucking genociding people all over the world. Now, I use those terms maybe a little looser than some folks might like, but what else do you call a global, economic, political, and social system? that allows on average three plus billion people to live in food insecurity meaning they have no not a single guarantee that they are going to eat food today or anytime soon that global hegemonic system is actively aiding in physical armament, training, and deployment of forces, as well as extensively funding and financing the strongest and most reactionary military forces across the world, whether that be in Israel the apartheid state and apparatus that we call Israel, whether that be in the South China Sea, whether that be in uh, South America, whether that be in Africa, these imperialists are not stopping for nothing. It doesn't matter That by continuing to develop these military-industrial complexes, that they are going to destroy the fucking planet. It doesn't matter that all of this militarization is leading to, and ultimately has led to, for decades now, for a majority of the world, water shortages, electricity outages... Uh, uh, pollution. It doesn't matter apparently that any of this shit is happening. Because what's most important to many is that we don't have Medicare. What's important to many is that they don't want to work their 9 to 5. What's important to many is they're not rich like Jeff Bezos is rich. That they're not in power. That they themselves don't get to dictate over society like our ruling class exploiters do today. For some people, it is enough to simply be anti-capitalist for the time being. This much is opportunism and it's everywhere. And this is why it's important to have a scientific socialist analysis that gives us a concrete understanding of concrete conditions. Because when we are able to build up our framework, where it is sturdy, and where it is uh, principled, we are able to come to much more correct, much more concretely actionable, much more organized, and much more practical strategies and tactics to actually changing the world. Because again, it's not enough to just have these ideas down pat. We need to be able to employ these ideas in the real world. We need to be able to wage, build, consolidate, and defend a socialist, global, proletarian revolution. If you're still listening to this, I'd like to say thank you very much. If you have any questions, comments, critiques, or anything else to say, please reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter at Indefensive Liberation. You can also email me, if you'd like, at indefensiveliberation at gmail.com. No caps, no spaces. If you're interested in hearing more or reading more of what I have to say for whatever reason. Uh, You can find my website where I have a blog at forliberation.wixsite.com forward slash website. Again, same with that. No caps, no spaces. And uh, let me know what you think. Um, Again, this episode is not just Marxism is correct because I say so. This episode is go study, go get on the streets, go demand justice, go sign up and participate in the No Cold War with China project, go sign up for and participate with the Cut the Pentagon project, reach out to different local organizations. Start community fridges and community gardens um, and do whatever you can, folks, because it takes millions. It takes the mob. Until we have state power, the only way we succeed is through valiant effort. uh, And that valiant effort is dependent on strong, militant, disciplined and knowledgeable forces. Um, we can do it, we need to do it, but we need to do it for all, not for just us in the West, not for just Marxist-Leninists or Marxist-Leninist-Maoists or anarchists or anarcho-syndicalists or whatever. We need the most practicable, the most actionable strategies. An ideology to be guiding us towards attaining state power, popular control by the masses over society in order to end the class antagonisms, destroy capitalism and imperialism, and build a socialist egalitarian society for all. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, folks. Stay revolutionary and go organize. Peace.